Welcome to The Perspectivalist. Our agenda is to offer a perspective of the world that allows you to think more clearly as a Christian. We want the normativity of scriptures to be the starting point of everything we do. Thanks for joining the conversation. This is season four, episode 14, and I am your host, Yuri Brito. Thanksgiving is upon us, ladies and gentlemen. And I want to begin by giving my hot take on this national holiday, which most likely will bring in around $1.3 billion in these next seven days. But I want to give you my hot take, and here it is. Thanksgiving has become a more sacred religious holiday than Christmas in this country. Thanksgiving has become a more sacred religious holiday than Christmas in this country. And perhaps that's because the title Thanksgiving comes like an imperative to the American year, right? Even unbelievers sit around sharing their reasons for gratitude, though those reasons for gratitude are rooted in nothing else than materiality and consumerism, but still let common grace abound in unbelieving homes because they may not have the rationale for Thanksgiving, but they have to speak the language of Thanksgiving, which is a distinctly Christian category. Giving thanks assumes there is a reality that makes giving thanks meaningful because even unbelievers don't express gratitude under the rubric of a superfluous exchange of platitudes. No, when we eat delicious birds, we are assuming that the gift of taste and the beauty of a Thanksgiving table comes from something and not nothing. And the unbeliever has to live with that assumption without having a resolution to that quandary. Again, atheism must sit on God's lap to deny he exists. And by the way, that lap was materialized in the person of Jesus Christ who dressed himself in human flesh and who made matter something to be cherished and not despised, who ate with us and who gave himself as food for our salvation. But you know, even Robert Emmons, who's the author of a really terrific book called Thanks, How Practicing Gratitude Can Make You Happier, he observes that gratitude is literally one of the few things that can measurably change people's lives. There are measurable benefits in gratitude. Did you hear that? Now, of course, we're aware that psychological journals are behind the times because gratitude has always been a Christian virtue, St. Paul had already broken the news in many texts, but more directly, I think, in Ephesians 5, where he sort of accentuates this theme in very powerful categories, always give thanks to God the Father for everything. This is the exhaustive claim of Paul in his uh, gratitude and thanksgiving exhortation. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, this concludes, which means that any expression of gratitude, any expression of thanksgiving, comes through Jesus Christ, who is the true giver and the one from whom all thanks come. Bonhoeffer uh, had alluded to a similar theme in his remarkable little book, Life Together, and he takes us back to the glories of gratitude and community life. You remember our Lord Jesus comes and he doesn't come to live in a community of self-expressive gratitude, but he comes into a community of thanksgiving. And so Bonhoeffer builds on that. And for Bonhoeffer, if you don't know where to start in your gratitude journey, he says you need to begin by giving thanks to God for the community where he has placed you. Specifically, he observes the Christian church. And this is what he writes. If we do not give thanks daily for the Christian fellowship in which we have been placed, even where there is no great experience, no discoverable riches, 
but much weakness, small faith, and difficulty. If, on the contrary, we only keep complaining to God that everything is so paltry and petty, so far from what we expected, then we hinder God from letting our fellowship grow according to the measure and riches which are there for us all in Jesus Christ. The Christian faith is a religion of gratitude, a religion of gratitude that doesn't just simply manifest thanks or thanksgiving only in the happy times of our Christian existence, only through the festive times of our experience. No, gratitude is a Christian virtue expressed within a Christian community that benefits all in times of sorrow and grief and in times of joy and festivity. And that is materialized, we might say, in the food we eat, because the Christian faith is a food religion. The heart of it is found in the death and resurrection of Jesus the Messiah. Jesus came to the world to be for us the bread from heaven. He became the bread of heaven for us when he descended in human flesh. This bread becomes the food for hungry souls to feed. And in our tradition, in the Christian tradition, it is articulated most clearly in the table of Jesus, the table of the Lord. The table becomes a table of joy and gratitude. So much gratitude that it is usually referred to as the Eucharistic table from the word Eucharistia, which means thanksgiving. Even an unbeliever sociologist like Emmons says that when we feel grateful, we are moved to share the goodness we have received with others. And similarly, the table of our Lord, the Eucharistic table, it becomes a table of corporate gratitude. It is this sharing of food that forms this table of thanksgiving. It's not in the self-expression of food or the self-manifestation of eating, but it is in the corporate expression that a Eucharistic table is formed. Gratitude is manifested most clearly in the body of Christ. It's gratitude amid food that allows us to war well against our enemies. There is a table set for us in their presence. God will not let you want, Psalm 23 says, because he does not want you to lack gratitude. So we begin with the Apostle Paul to Bonhoeffer, and then to that great Mexican philosopher, Nacho Libre, who urged his companion, you may recall, in that great scene of movie history, his companion, Stephen, charmingly known as Esqueleto. And he says, in the eve of his war against Satan's cavemen, he says, tonight we are going up against Satan's cavemen, and I just thought it might be a good idea if we praise the Lord. Even... In the context of warfare, gratitude is given to us as a means to equip us. Gratitude strengthens us for warfare. And when we are weak in our daily walk, it may be because our gratitude muscles have atrophied. It may be because our selfishness hinders us from seeing moments of thanksgiving. And it may be because the art of thanks is rusty. It is hidden. It is forgotten. But if we enter into the story of thanks, we are then built in love among the people at the table. We are compelled to share in the shalom of God with others. To whom much is given, much is required. And to those of us who partake of God's goodness often and daily, and who will experience and taste the goodness of God among family members on this coming Thursday, we are called as a people to form sacred places of gratitude wherever we are. It's what kept the people from entering the promised land. It was their lack of gratitude, but the practice of gratitude 
It's what moves God's people from glory to glory. Happy Thanksgiving. May the Lord be with you. I'm your host, Yuri Brito.